Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Did he say live? As always, baby, I said all the way live. From the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where shit has gotten a little fucking crazy these last few days, man. Uh, but before we touch into that, I want to say hi, everyone. Hello, all my fans and friends, and to everyone that enjoys this wonderful program that we call the Joe Moffat Show. I want to give a quick shout out, as I like to do every week. I usually kind of reserve it to the end of the show, but this show could possibly run over, so we're going to jump it up to the beginning. Um, particularly our new followers uh, on our Twitter account, Wasteland Podcast, uh, Chica. Uh, Dan and Nancy Reviews, Adam Alridge, That's the Issues Pod, David Studio, Crossbow Studio, Swerve Talk Network, Real Live, uh, Brain, Trust, uh, Brain Trust Brothers, the uh, list goes on and on. Uh, some retweeters and likes uh, for this week, Rebecca O'Connor, uh, Ramblin' Rob, uh, Zilla Axelrod, um, Juliet Miranda, Valerie Hart, um, Glenn and Hers podcast, just scrolling through a few more, my homie up or down in OKC, Miss Kirsten, how are you doing, doll? Uh, the book club review, we got the drunken door, kill your darlings, the naked porch podcast, this goes on and on, I got tons of people that showed me tons of love, and I like to give you guys all that love back, particularly those who also hold shows as well, like I mentioned, Ramblin' Robbed, um, uh, Glenn and her podcast, Drunken Dork. Check them folks out, man. They got some good content and they'll make your ass laugh till it hurt. Um, and of course, tell them Joe Moffat sent you. Um, also, I am launching a big time, huge, I ain't gonna say big time, huge and ginormous, but it's a pretty cool goddamn contest. And I'd like to hear you guys' comments. I'm noticing lately that I haven't been getting a lot of comments on the shows and haven't been getting a lot of comments. I get tons of likes, I get tons of plays, but not getting enough comments. I want to hear from you guys. I want you to tell me what you're thinking when you're listening to this craziness that is the Joe Moffat Show. Um, and on that note, let's get this party started, shall we? I'm not going to miss some beat. As I had mentioned before, uh, some shit that popped off out here in Enid, man. I ain't bullshitting. It may not go nationally. It possibly could, though. Um, over in North Enid, which is a neighborhood not too far from my house, as a matter of fact, um, which in Enid ain't shit too far from nothing because all of our shit basically touches you know, it's so funny. I hear people complaining about traffic and long drives in this motherfucking town. And I even catch myself doing that bullshit, knowing good and hell well that you can literally get from one side of this motherfucker to the other at five o'clock on the worst road in all of 20 minutes on average. Nigga, you try to pull that shit over in Houston. The only thing your ass going to get is from one motherfucking exit on the highway to the next fucking exit on the highway in 20 motherfucking minutes. <laughs> shit. Your motherfucking ass try that shit in Atlanta. Your shit will overheat sitting there for too goddamn long for 20 motherfucking minutes. 
shit, these motherfuckers need to get pissed off over a 20-minute commute. It usually takes five. Don't get me wrong. However, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. It ain't that goddamn bad, nigga. It ain't that fucking serious. But what's happened is, uh, I believe it was Monday in North Enid, a video has surfaced of a police officer's encounter with two citizens here in town. Apparently what took place was there was a man and woman who were standing on the side of the road talking. The woman was in her vehicle with her seatbelt on, with her hand on the steering wheel. The man was standing outside the vehicle on the passenger side. The lady's driver's side was on the side of the road. So the police officer, when we're watching his body cam, when they're doing this, mind you, the police officer flips a bitch, and when he flips a bitch, he pulls in front, into the, in front of the lady's Jeep Wrangler, okay? And in the midst of pulling in front of the woman's Jeep Wrangler, he gets out, and he basically tells her that she's in a no-parking zone. Now, once again, as I mentioned before, once again, the vehicle was possibly still in gear. I didn't get to see that. I can't say that it was. But the vehicle was turned on. She had her seatbelt on and her hand on the steering wheel. To me, granted, that may be in a stop position. I'm not going to call that a park if a motherfucker. I, I'm not going to consider a bitch being parked, standing somewhere talking to me if she ain't got the car in physically in park or for that matter with the vehicle on. There's a good chance you're not going to stand out there carrying on a conversation with a running vehicle. You know, if that was the case, you just bring your ass to the house. He had a big, nice house that he lived in, nice yard. You know, the, the young lady would have been possibly comfy sitting in this man's yard, uh, sitting in this man's house, you know. He didn't look like he was, like, in a crack house or some shit. So, anywho, so the cop basically comes up in the video, and he tells the young lady that she's not supposed to be parked in that area, and he's writing her a ticket. Well, so the guy, the homeowner, he gets pissed. And I'm talking about, like, pissed, pissed. I'm, like, pissed beyond a level of pissed, pissed about this shit. He gets mad and a motherfucker. He come talking shit to this cop. He wasn't cussing. He wasn't acting a fool, but he was he was acting a fool. Let me tell you, no, he was being a nut. Don't get me wrong, but he wasn't going overboard, you know. You know, he didn't, like, pull off his drawers and try to put them on his head and, you know, you know pull off his drawers and wear them like a do-rag so he can smell his own balls. He didn't go that goddamn far. He possibly could have, but I don't think they had enough tape in the goddamn uh, body cam to catch all that wonderful footage. So in the midst of the cop, he goes, he basically tells, you know, the officer's like, okay, I need your driver's license, need your insurance, got to go run your information, so on and so forth. They black out the camera while he's looking up the lady's information, which I thought was was good. I, I figured that. It, it was kind of throwing me off while they were blacking out certain points in the video while he was outside of the vehicle. But I like some people were complaining that they blacked out the portion of the vehicle when he went back into his car and he started looking up the lady's driver's license information, to which I replied, Bitch, you don't need to fucking see that. That's the per latest personal information. Fuck you. Go away. Your ass ain't focused on the right thing. Okay. So he comes out of the vehicle. He walks over to the young lady. He gives her the ticket. The, the, the homeowner gets pissed. Piss pissed. Like he didn't piss his pants. He thanked her, And he wants to blame the cop for it type pissed. Like crazy pissed. Okay. So he's like, this is some, this is some malarkey. He didn't say bullshit. He didn't cuss. I don't think he cussed one time at this police officer. I may have to double check the video again, but I don't think he cussed one time. But he basically said, I want to ask you a question. And in the midst of wanting to ask the officer a question, the officer said, I ain't got to say shit to you. Now, see, the cop, he pushed, and I'm not going to sit here and say this police officer did not escalate the situation. One thing you will not hear me say in this entire conversation, well, before we go any further, and if you guys understand that I'm, I'm, 
I'm not really being long-winded with it. I'm trying to reach in the point, but I just wanted to be known. Both of the people in this story went home, slept in their beds that night with their children. They, they, they weren't in jail. They weren't in the hospital. They weren't dead. They went home. Okay? They went home. All right? Okay. Let me want to put that out there. Now, so the man wanted to ask the officer a question of how he could write her a ticket pertaining to her sitting outside of this man's house, having a conversation with the homeowner of the home. You know, she wasn't trespassing. She wasn't really doing anything extremely wrong. They were just talking. And so the officer was like, well, fuck you. I don't have to tell you anything. You're going to blow it out of your ass. Like I said, a homeowner lost his damn mind. He was like, are you serious? You do not have the right to talk to me that way. And he started walking towards a police officer. In the midst of him walking to the police officer, police officer pulls his taser not his gun he pulls his taser on the man to get him to stop because the man was getting like i said dude was getting pissed off i don't think this guy would have went as far as like whooping the cop's ass or trying to attack the police officer i'd never say he would do that but in the same breath and light if he did i wouldn't be shocked because like i said he was pissed you know and yes if you're also wondering black people this is a story about two white people this ain't about us um, because we all know that uh, police don't pull tasers on black people. They pull guns. The, the, the taser, when it comes to a black person, black man or woman, it's, it's hardly ever the taser. It's always the gun. Okay? Very rarely do they pull the taser. Nine times out of ten, they pull the gun. All right? Especially when you an arm. You know, they was outside this man's house. He could have had a whole goddamn arsenal showed up to his ass in them little windbreaker shorts. But that wasn't the case, you know, and this man, this police officer still felt inclined and he needed to pull the taser on this man outside of his house on damn near on his property. OK, I'm, you know, that, that and that's how it went down. Uh, officer gave the ticket, got back in the car. The man was still talking shit outside the car. The officer got in the car talking shit. You can do whatever you want. I don't give a damn. Call my superiors. Fuck you. They didn't say fuck you, but I mean. I'm pretty sure this is the shit that was on that motherfucker's mind while he's sitting here writing a bitch a $25 ticket for being on side of the road. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you will never catch me applauding police officers for doing a bad job. But I'm going to tell the people of Oklahoma the reason why this shit happened, particularly in this particular area. Okay. Right now, the state is going through a severe budget file, huge budget file. Huge budget deficit, which we are going to reach on later on in the show. Okay? So, these police officers is going to be out here fucking with people. All right? Your ass might as well just get ready. They can't make enough money just on busting niggas alone. Sorry. All right? Because they then got to turn around and, and spend money on a quarter of them niggas that ain't going to pay them tickets back and going to send that and going to voluntarily go sit that shit out in jail. And guess who got to pay for that shit? Taxpayers. Okay? So they're going to start busting white people that pay their tickets and take care of their shit so that they can make some money. Right now, everybody's going to have to pull up their boat straps in the state of Oklahoma to make some money. I'm going to come back to that. I want to finish up on this as far as this particular scenario. When I sit here and say, first of all, I understand everyone's outrage with that video. I understand everybody's disdain with what happened in those events. Now, the officer was white. The lady behind the wheel of the vehicle was white. The gentleman who yard they were standing in was white. Why do I bring that up? Simply put, it's been a lot of white people that's been complaining about what happened to their Caucasian comrades. 
okay? Their Caucasian comrades were harassed by the police of a predominantly Caucasian police force. I can say that out loud. It is very true. We have more white people on this police force than we got black people. I can count on one hand how many niggas I've seen on the police force in this town. When I say one hand, I'm talking about like three fingers, nigga. Not even the whole fucking hand. All right? And one of them niggas is mixed, so you only get half of that goddamn finger. You don't even get the whole fucking finger. Shit. Hell. But I understand y'all disdain. I understand y'all disgust. I understand y'all anger. But I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to keep it 100. Every time I sit here and look at them posts, I want to sit here and throw a goddamn picture of Sandra Bland on that goddamn feet. Every time I see that goddamn post, I want to throw a picture of... Philando Castile on that goddamn post. Every time I see that motherfucking post, I want to put up a picture of goddamn Terrence Crutcher and, and, and Alton Sterling and Tamir Rice on that goddamn feed to show them folks. Remember how mad you are right now? Remember that fucking moment, how pissed you are? Welcome to the way we've been fucking feeling for the last 10 years. Welcome to the way we've been feeling the last 20 years. If it wasn't for videos, half of the folks wouldn't even fucking know how many niggas are still getting fucked off by the fucking police. Because let me tell you something. There's plenty of niggas not being seen on TV, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook being fucked with the police. And there's a hell of a lot more of them that are that ain't getting that goddamn exposure. Especially in a state like Oklahoma, where not only is they not really, they're wanting to stay away from the exposure. However, this is a broke ass state. So guess what they telling the police officers to You want to keep your job? You better start writing tickets. You want to stay a cop and keep your hours? You better start harassing people. You want to keep your pension? Bad, bad. You better get off your ass and get to writing. And get the booking and getting motherfuckers in jail and getting motherfuckers arrested. Nigga, it's about to be the goddamn Wild West when it come with the police and the people in the state of Oklahoma. But like I said before, we're going to jump back to that. Young lady, to the young lady that this happened to, I just want to say, go back to listening to Driving Wild Black. And then you'll catch on exactly how the fuck you going to get over this shit. And on that note, we push on. <laughs> we push on. So... I heard this last night that threw me for a fucking loop. So a fat bitch who taught little girls how to dance is sitting to a year and a day in jail for fraud. Not because she's a fat bitch that tried to teach little girls how to dance, because the bitch didn't pay her taxes. See, this is what's funny to me, because I listened to the motherfucker's interview. I listened to the shit she had to say. I did still. I, I need to go back and listen to the interview from Good Morning America. I didn't get that done today. Kiss my ass, so what? I know about this uh, enough situation, uh, this story, to say this. This bitch was committing fraud the whole time. Somebody said, we're going to take a fat bitch and get her to teach little kids how to dance. This motherfucker don't even look like she know how to do the fucking two-step or twerk or any fucking thing else. And then sitting here calling herself a dance teacher. Really, bitch? Really, bitch? You think, for real? Yes. This is how this shit went down. But now, the bitch want to not go to jail because she didn't know by being rich, she still had to pay her fucking taxes. Yes, bitch, you're an American. I have motherfuckers coming to me at the shop all the time. Hey, can, can I buy this with no tax? Sure, if you go to another country and find it there. This is America. They gonna tax your motherfucking ass. Period. 
Exclamation motherfucking point. Hell. Ain't gonna tax your ass. You should be paying motherfucking tax. There's, I have never seen so many people over the last few months not wanting to pay tax. Yes. So this bitch who didn't know no better, who probably pissed off everybody around her because she had a horrible mouth and a terrible disposition, the bitch constantly talks shit to the children that she worked with, to the parents that she worked with, to all the motherfuckers around her, as far as the show is concerned, which I'm willing to bet with reality TV, this was one of those shows where the reality was probably bent out of fucking control, mainly because you sitting here talking about having a fat bitch teaching little bitches how to dance. Down to that, she was a fat old bitch. I can see a fat young bitch with good knees and good joints, can still walk and move and wiggle her legs and everything. This big bitch ain't danced since motherfucking 1978. This motherfucker ain't danced since the hustle was popular. That's that bitch's step right there. That's all she knows, the fucking hustle. And yet this motherfucker's running a goddamn dance school with little kids and crazy bitches paying her motherfucking ass to teach her kids how to dance. And like I said, what did I say that bitch know how to do? I don't even know how to do the fucking hustle. Shit, I ain't got enough ass to twerk. She did. She had enough asses for four or five motherfuckers to get out. <laughs> Shit. I know what y'all thinking, Joe. You shouldn't be talking about people because they fat because you fat. Fuck you, bitch. I know I'm fat, but that ain't the point. The reason I'm talking about this bitch is because this bitch has personally sat out on her TV show and hurt little children's feelings, hurt adults' feelings. She's put herself out there as an asshole and a terrible individual. And if she wasn't really that type of person, she never should have got on that fucking show in the first place and be sitting there bullshitting people like that. Okay? Because now the bitch want to sit here and get on the news and be all sad. Oh, Father God, please forgive me. I did not know what I was doing. Fuck you, bitch. You know what the fuck you was doing. Pay your goddamn taxes. This is America. If your ass don't know that you're supposed to fucking pay taxes, use a dumbass. This is America. You pay taxes. That's it. So, I hope the bitch enjoy a year and a day in jail. She probably only do uh, three months, if that. Which, by the way, it still boggles and throws my fucking mind into a whole goddamn tailspin. How this bitch, for tax evasion, gets a year and a fucking day. A year and a fucking day. And yet these little motherfuckers who've been running around raping these little girls on college campuses get three months, six months, two months, 30 days. They had a motherfucking babysitter rape his, little, uh, rape his babysitter. The little girl he was watching and got no jail time. But a bitch on a reality show who don't pay, whoa, 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 a bitch who don't pay her taxes will get all kind of caught up. Martha Stewart went to jail longer for lying on some shit than a motherfucker who go to jail for actually physically assaulting a human being. But this ain't the episode to be going on about our judicial system. That shit would take all day. I just wanted to mention, you know, about the fat bitch. So, Condoleezza Rice. Wow. This bitch came back into the news. Not really in the news. She just said some shit to kind of piss me off. And I wanted to talk about it because it has been a bit of a big story. Um, before I get into that hoe... Um, cities like Atlanta, New Orleans, um, cities in South Carolina, some, I believe in Alabama, 
um, in Mississippi have started to take down their monuments uh, that were put up for Confederate generals all over the South. I've seen this shit in Lake Charles. When you go to Lake Charles, Louisiana, they have all of the streets marked off. Like, well, in one particular neighborhood, by the way, a black neighborhood has all of the streets marked off with all the names of the Confederate uh, generals from the war in this neighborhood, predominantly black neighborhood. And when I say predominantly, I mean, it ain't nothing but niggas and yellow bitches in that neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen one white person in that neighborhood other than the drive through that fucking neighborhood. And that was probably because they needed some drugs from somebody that lived in that neighborhood. So, uh, what's been happening is that in some cities, they've started to start taking down these monuments that never should have been put up anyway for a bunch of fucking losers. What? Oh, y'all didn't like that. <laughs> Hold up. My bad. Y'all didn't like that, huh? Yeah. Fucking fu I ain't never seen a motherfucker get a statue for sucking. How the fuck do you get a statue for sucking? Really, bitch? They gave these motherfuckers a statue for being useless. Nigga, you lost. You lost the war. Everybody keep that bullshit in their mind. The South will rise again. No, it fucking won't. The South would have to buy half its ass back from China to motherfucking rise again. Do you even understand what the fuck is going on? We need to take this shit and break up this damn separation. And then put everybody together because right now everybody's wanting to be together, but everybody got them bullshit notions and fucked up beliefs in their heads. That's the reason why when Fox News of all fucking people asked Condoleezza Rice what she thinks about the monuments being removed, she said, and I quote, it is a form of sanitizing history. No, bitch, you motherfuckers already sanitized history. History has been sanitized for years. I've been out of school 17 motherfucking years as far as actual high school general education. I've been out of school 17 years. And you better believe within that 17-year period, I still see children learning the same lessons that we learned then, and all of them fucking lessons are wrong. I look at my stepdaughter's book right now. Two paragraphs cover all of slavery. Two pages cover the entire Civil War. They don't want us to talk about the Civil fucking War. We kiss ass and take names when it comes to Independence Day. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We kiss ass and take names when it comes to Labor Day and Memorial Day. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. But you don't never hear say shit about when it comes to the Civil War. And you got to ask, and it's starting to beckon the question of why. Why is it that when it comes to the Civil War, we hear a peep. That's it. We hear a peep. We get two pages. You want to know why? Because they don't want you to know the truth, baby. You want to know why them generals got monuments? Because they don't want you to know the truth, baby. Okay. Yeah. You want to know why slave, some slaves, uh, why descendants of slaves celebrate Juneteenth? Hmm. Juneteenth was an event that took place after 
most of the slaves had already been released. But what happened was in the midst of these slaves being released, some of it, none of it, the information got out to Texas. So when the information finally hit, almost, what was it? I think 18 or 24 months later, the slaves finally realized that they was free. Now, they didn't want them to know what, that information. Why? What else did slavery do other than free the slaves? It opened what? The American job market as we know it today. Why? Because if we can no longer have, have slaves, guess what we got to have next? Employees. Mind you, employees still get treated like slaves, but it's a different, they, they, they label it differently. <laughs> since, you, since, since, since you get them, see, an employee, they put it like this, an employee is nothing but a slave who gets table scraps. Because that's all a slave got was table scraps. But the difference is now table scraps is considered cash. It ain't just somebody literally taking a plate, you scraping the food off of their plate as they're, they're finished digesting it and done eating what they want. You take that plate, scrape that food into a bucket, and then you take that bucket to the house and then scrape that shit out and put it on your family's fucking meals so that they can have a goddamn well-balanced diet of off what another motherfucker ate. Yes. Yes. So when you ask me, Condoleezza Rice, do I think that removing them Confederate generals' monuments down is a form of sanitizing history, I say bullshit. I don't think them loser motherfuckers should have never had a goddamn statue in the first goddamn place. Your motherfucking asses, you lost. They sitting here talking about the other day, a little white boy got kicked out of school because he was wearing a goddamn Confederate flag hoodie to school. Nobody had beef with it until some other motherfuckers start coming in with the Confederate flag on hats and on belt buckles and on jackets and wearing this shit like it's proper memorabilia. What they what kills me is that these motherfuckers don't realize is they lost. You did not win the civil fucking war. Okay? So sitting here still trying to feel that. That's all you hear the motherfuckers talk about is heritage. That's our heritage. You're being fucking losers. That's your fucking heritage of sucking. This is the reason why we have so many problems now. Because you got two sets of white folks. You got white folks that want to believe in the, in the new and the now and the supreme. and be the, You got white folks that are winners and white folks that are losers. The fucked up part about it is both of them accept where they are. Niggas ain't never really had that concept. All we can do is win. You understand what I'm saying? White folks get a choice of either being winners or losers. Niggas don't get that choice. We don't have that luxury. We don't have the idea of being able to say and waking up this morning and say, mm, uh, I think I'm just wake up and not be shit today. How about you, Sally? Yeah. You don't want to be shit. Let's not be shit together and just stay here. That's what the fuck they do. Yes. Let a nigga do that shit. <laughs> Nigga sat there and woke up one morning and sat there and said out loud that he didn't want to be shit. The bill, light man called him, the gas man called him, his boss called him, landlord called him, his baby mama called him. Everybody wanted to tell his ass in unison, get your black ass out of bed, you need to go get this money, bitch. And that's just what that nigga did. So yeah, I don't see it as being sanitized in history when we come to take these damn statues down. I, like I said before, I think it's more or less, simply put, we shouldn't be honoring fucking losers. 
Right now, America going through enough. Having but well, a bunch of goddamn statues of loser-ass niggas ain't really something we need to be fucking focused on if you ask me. Just saying. We need to be winning in America. We want to be number one. How the hell are we going to be number one when we still fighting over some old, crusted-up bullshit that should have been put away and dead and, and buried a long time ago? This should have never been a topic of conversation about why the hell somebody would want to defend something as, as ill-written as the Confederate flag. Ask yourself this question, and I'm going I'm to shut it down right here. Ask yourself this question. Look in the history books. Look in your encyclopedias. Look in your hand. Look in your information as it pertains to history. Not on Google. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You got to go old school books for this shit. Okay? Go to Big Mama House and go find that big ass section of world books that she got back there and tell me what they say about slavery. I bet you when you compare it to what the books say now, that shit ain't going to be the same. Not only will it not be the same, it'll be shorter in content, less information revealed. You always hear about white folks going to the West and all of that shit. You never heard about what happened to the white folks in the South. It'll blow your goddamn mind. Oh, Lord have mercy. Boy, this has been a long ass week. And you know what? I can't remember the last time I had so many topics um, strictly with ladies. Um, and cause the ladies was showing out this week. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not bullshitting. I found four of the craziest ones and picked stories, cherry picked stories right out their ass. You understand what I'm saying? The ladies catch caught out kind of hell this week. Miley, Miley, Miley. Oh, y'all know I wasn't going to let this bitch make it, did you? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't think I was going to let Miley just walk off into the sunset after saying that bullshit she said, huh? Miley, Miley, Miley. Lord have mercy. I love how white folks will use niggas to a point to where they got to get somewhere. And then white folks either try to change the nigga and what they want them to be. Or they get rid of the nigga entirely. See, that's what Miley did. One of my first questions I asked when Miley started doing all of her craziness with, 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 with the bangers tour and the tattoos. And, you know, when she officially like met Hannah Montana in the alley and shot that bitch and left her there bleeding out my, and my question was real simple. What nigga is Miley started fucking? I had to ask that question. I remember and recall through the incidents that a lot of shit that was going on during that time period, Miley was in China and she was sitting around with, or she was somewhere and she was sitting around with some friends. And in the midst of sitting around with some friends, she took her fingers and she made chink eyes with her, with her fingers. And in the midst of doing that shit, it pissed off a lot of Asians, pissed off a lot of, you know, people who were fans of Miley. Right? Okay. That's what the fuck went down, right? I remember that shit. And in the midst of that little incident, we got a bitch sitting on a stage letting another dude, a married guy, emulate him fucking her in the ass in front of a room full of fucking people and on motherfucking cable television. This bitch went from having a climb to climbing onto a goddamn blow up doll infused looking dick on fucking stage. Rumors of letting fans finger fuck her while she was on stage. Miley went and lost her motherfucking mind. 
here is position A of where I stand on that shit when it comes to Miley Cyrus. First and foremost, <clears throat> we shouldn't have never let that crazy white bitch in here in the first place. How the hell you gonna go from, from, so I put my hands up, playing my song, hey, I wanna be okay. I thought she was actually, I had a little, not too motherfucking crazy there for a minute, party in the USA, but I put my hands up, yeah, come on. Everybody's boogieing and shit, you know, she's sitting there doing interviews, I ain't never listening to Jay-Z, whatever, bitch. You may have never listened to Jay-Z, you have heard Big Pimpin', I don't give a fuck. Back in them days, everybody had heard Big Pimpin'. The shit was in a goddamn radio commercial and a TV commercial. So there it is. You had heard goddamn Big Pimpin' before. All right? Don't give me that shit. So when Miley was, you know, she was being all pure and clean, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was watching this shit, you know, and everybody was like, oh, Miley, hey, Miley. You know, all on Miss Hannah Montana. And they, you know, and they put my hands up. Yeah, that's what we was following for. That was the bullshit that they had us going with. And then next thing you know, Miley ended up in the ghetto. Half naked. Half cut all off. Covered in tattoos and shit. Nigga, Miley looked like she started smoking crack. I didn't know what to fucking say about Miley when she came out on the MTV Awards. And they started talking to this bitch. And she had them two little ass ponytails in her head. That looked like just nothing for two blowjob knobs. That's exactly what that bitch looked like she had. Two blowjob knobs on the top of her fucking head. She looked like Princess Leia. Princess Leia decided to sell herself to prostitution. <laughs> okay. I don't know what them little ass knobs that she had on her head was purpose for other than letting niggas grab both of them motherfuckers and drag her face into a mouthful of dick. I really don't know no one else that that shit was for. It wasn't cute. Definitely wasn't a fashion statement. If nothing else, it was motherfucking successful and economical to help keep motherfuckers on point when a nasty bitch is giving a blowjob. What? Don't get mad at me. Shit. I didn't wear the shit on my motherfucking head. I can't put shit on my head. Hear that? That's all ball, baby. All ball. Clean as a whistle. There you go. So, it blew my mind. Well, not really. Let me take that back. I wasn't fucking shocked not one bit. Not one goddamn bit when Miley go in the fucking Vanity Fair and does an interview when they ask how she feel about hip-hop music now after they've done so much and she used so much influence of hip-hop in her last album. She sits here and says, and I quote, well, me and hip-hop are kind of parting ways because I don't like the, the female... Um, the 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 way they talk about women and the way they talk about killing and and Lamborghinis and 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 prostitutes and whoop, whoop, whoop. this is the same bitch that made a song with three niggas who made a song about letting a bitch slob on their fucking knob. I swear to God, this bitch was up in the club high off perk with some shades on while sitting around with the slob on my knob, niggas. Really, bitch? And then now you want to sit here talking about how your ass can't kick it with rappers no more? Ho, you never should have been there in the first place. There's just some situations your dog ass should have never motherfucking walked into. But I ain't going to put it all on you, baby. I'm not going to put it all on you, child. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Y'all know how daddy do. 
when I'm whoop, if I got to whoop one of the child's ass, there's a good chance I got to whoop another one of the child's ass. There's a good chance this fuckery was a group effort. You niggas that let that little bitch come in here, you motherfuckers knew that that motherfucker wasn't acting right. You want to know why? Let me tell you why. Anytime that you get a new motherfucker in your crew or anytime you get a particularly a female, okay, Miley showed up by herself to the projects with a blow pop and a dream. Not one time was Miley enlisted as being seen or noted to the fact of fucking any niggas that she had been around during that period. Okay? Once again, Miley showed up to the projects by herself and not throughout the full time she was there. There was no rumors, no instances, no pictures, no nothing that she ever fucked a nigga. We got a problem. Because there's not many times when a little old little white bitch showed up to the project. She tried nine times out of ten trying to get some dick. When three white girls go to Jamaica by themselves with no men, they are not going to fuck white men. No. No. No, sir. No, sir. Them motherfuckers will walk around in one of the biggest goddamn plazas in Jamaica praying to get kidnapped. No, sir. You can miss me with that bullshit. When she showed up and didn't start fucking no niggas, I knew there was a sign. Something went, uh, something ain't right. Something ain't right. Okay? So when you niggas were sitting here getting high with her on perp with, with your shades on, um, tatted up uh, mini skirt with your J's on, your motherfucking ass should have been really asking Miley, uh, so darling, why are you here? I'm, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. You're welcome. But I mean, you know, are, are you here to like get a plate of food and go back home? Or is you here for the long run? See, Miley went to the cookout, got a plate of food, and now she done ran back home. She came for the black experience. She came and got some of us. She came and kicked it with the niggas. And now she ready to go back home. And in the midst of her showing up back home, let me tell you what happened when she walked back through the door. Soon as Miley got back home, all everybody said was, oh, Miley, you made it through. Now, of course, this is hypothetical. I'm just saying, just follow me on this shit, bitches, and you'll catch up to what I'm about to the point. She got back home. Oh, Miley, we're surprised you made it out because all those guys talk about is selling drugs, fucking bitches, Lamborghinis, Bugattis, and how much money they can spend and how many people they can kill. And yet you, Miley, you made it out unscathed. That bitch didn't make it out unscathed. Not by a long shot. The only thing I think in my heart of hearts that Miley made it out anything is she made it out unfucked. That's the one thing she didn't get. And as I said before, I said again, next time you see that little white girl lovely walking up the street in the projects and you wondering why that bitch there. And the one thing she ain't doing is fucking. That's the one. That's your problem. You got nigga. You got a problem. You better go in another room. <laughs> yeah. To the upper room, nigga. Like, upstairs and away from this bitch, because she about to fuck something up. And that's exactly what Miley did. Miley went on tour, had all, damn near all black dancers. She had teddy bears and blow pops. Don't you dare be blaming this shit on niggas. We didn't have nothing to do with that. If niggas had anything to do with Miley Cyrus, other than the, having their J's on, 
And simply put, being there to watch what this cuckoo bitch was going to do next. Because clearly after what she did at the MTV Awards that year, it was clear that that bitch was on some shit. And we wanted to see what was going to happen next. Why niggas are now all of a sudden getting the blame for that bitch is beyond me. But I'm telling you now, don't come at me blaming my ass for what that bitch did. Oh, no. The devil is a lie. That's on you, niggas. Uh-uh. I told y'all. Anytime a white bitch roll up into my shit, if she ain't fucking, she ain't staying. You motherfuckers invited that bitch to the cookout. My ass stayed at the house. That's all I got to say on the whole Miley Cyrus situation. Next time, you know, Katy Perry has done a song with the same niggas from motherfucking 3-6 Mafia. Katy Perry has done a song with the king himself, Snoop Dogg. But you better believe Katy Perry didn't have to come into the ghetto and play no motherfucking role to get that shit done. Tell me why Katy Perry could get it done without having to change her role. But yet when Miley did it, she had to make bangers and she had to be on a wrecking ball wearing J's and miniskirts and all that shit because they tried to play up to the black fucking experience. And you dumbass niggas drank the fucking Kool-Aid. I damn right. I blame Miley for taking a part of it. And I blame you dumbass niggas for believing it. Hell. Everybody want to sit here and get... Niggas been getting mad at the wrong shit lately, too. Goddamn. Just two weeks ago, motherfuckers was sitting there talking about how niggas was mad about motherfucking cocoa butter. Like, a cocoa butter company made a company, made a commercial about how they sell cocoa butter to everybody. Did you really think selling one product to one nigga is going to get something done? No, bitch. Money is green. We don't give a fuck about nigga. Real greedy-ass niggas that's about their paper and about their cash, they don't give a fuck about what a nigga color is. And y'all motherfuckers really think that these companies need to take a step back and just put a view on the black experience. They sell you products for your ass. What more do you want? Put on the lotion, put the lotion on its skin and shut the fuck up. It's lotion. We don't care. We got bigger fucking bit fish to fry than motherfucking lotion. We got a crazy motherfucker in the White House, which, by the way, I am going all week without mentioning his ugly ass other than that point. High agent origin. Orange, this episode ain't for you. Bye, nigga. <laughs> we having too much fun today, and this was the whole motherfucking point of this episode. It's you guys. Last but not least, this is the 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 coup de gras. We got a new segment. Simply called, it's time to take the gloves off. Because, uh, actually, I'm going to keep this glove on because my hand is killing me. But y'all get the point. I'm just going to, like, pull it a couple of more times. Make me sound tough and shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Lock that shit back down. This shit hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> I couldn't go to the doctor the other day, and I didn't even remake my appointment. Fuck. My shit hurting. But, uh, yeah. I'm taking the gloves off. Yeah. Man up, nigga. Man up. <laughs> Last week, the illustrious governor of Oklahoma, Mary Fallon, conducted interviews with multiple news sources in the state as it pertained to the state's budget that needs to go into effect. Shit, like in five days, these motherfuckers got five days to deliver a budget to this bitch desk. 
And not nothing has been fucking done. Not a goddamn thing has been done to make a motherfucking thing progress. And don't get me wrong. Look, here, look, this is the real shit. If she don't get this budget, there's going to be cuts to education. There will be cuts to days of school. There will be cuts to the amount of police being able, the amount of hours the police will be able to work on a daily basis, the amount of miles they can drive, the amount. Um, everybody losing money but the politicians. You know that, right? That, you know. Politicians don't never lose no money. You know, it was so funny watching this bitch's face while I was watching these goddamn interviews, while watching the interview, and they was taking questions from um, people calling in and shit, or, or writing in or tweeting or whatever, and these motherfuckers were like, so, uh, why don't you and other politicians not take a paycheck until we fix the budget? And now this bitch can say was, uh, well, uh, uh, if I don't get paid, you niggas don't get shit. <laughs> now, she didn't really say it like that, but she kept, she went on like five different fucking networks here in Oklahoma and reiterated the same shit on every fucking network. It's the Democrats' fault. It's the Republicans that don't support me fault. And we all, all I want us to do is come together and do whatever the fuck I tell you to. That was that bitch's entire speech on every fucking network she was on. She repeated that every time they asked this bitch a motherfucking question, which was funny because the little white boy that was on KLCO, uh, uh, ABC News in, in Oklahoma City, he was getting pissed off, man, because he would ask this bitch a question, she throw that rap around. This nigga literally looked at that bitch, rolled his eyes and said, but ma'am, you aren't answering my question. If the budget comes down today, are you going to sign it to make sure that these, that our government employees and teachers are getting salaries and are making a paycheck? Yeah, they're not getting a raise because you motherfuckers ain't going to get them that. No, they're not getting no hours. No, they're not getting uh, better benefits. They're not getting shit extra. We just want to make sure they're getting the little scraps that you scraping to their asses on a daily basis. And all this bitch can say was, well, everything is possible. Everything can be done if we just come together as a state and, and the, the Republicans and the Democrats, they, they all come together. And the whole time, this little motherfucker look like, bitch, I'm about to slap the holy shit out of you if you don't answer this goddamn question. She went on KFOR. The older lady, she did the same goddamn thing. Asked her the same motherfucking question. If they deliver three pieces of the budget that you, because this is what she said. They want to put a cigarette tax and they want to do a tax, what was it? Do a cigarette tax, and it was one fucking more. Cigarette tax and um, some cost of goods or something like that. Tax. And in the midst of those taxes, the Democrats were wanting the gross national product, or, or well, let me rephrase, they were wanting less tax cuts for the oil and gas companies. They wanted them motherfuckers to pay their fair share if the people of the state have to pay more. That's it. Pay more in gas and pay more in cigarettes. That's what she want. Gas and cigarettes. So what he said was, okay, but we're going to pay more in gas. We're going to pay more in cigarettes. Why the fuck can't the oil companies pay more in taxes because they about to get more money? See, that's the whole point of what everything they missed is that the, the oil, she's trying to make it to where the oil and tax people still get more money and it's supposed to fix the budget. This shit ain't gonna never fucking fix the budget if you're only getting a certain set of motherfuckers richer. How the fuck is that gonna help everybody? Simply put, bitch, it's not. Which, by the way, 
Going back to the story that I opened the show with, to all of you people who's pissed off about what happened to that man and that woman in North Enid, and yet voted for Mary fucking Fallon, this is your fault. This is the part that I've been waiting to jump back on you motherfuckers' ass. I'm going to give this hoe a break real quick because I got to say this and get this off my motherfucking chest. You voted for a bitch that don't know how to balance a motherfucking pencil on a thumbnail and how the fuck you thought the shoes going to come in and keep the money rolling into this state and balancing budgets and keep us from losing jobs and keep us... This bitch literally blamed online shopping as one of the reasons why the state ain't making no money. Riddle me this, bitch. If you got to go to a store and buy weed, how the hell you going to, how do you take out online shopping? If you can't sell weed online and you got to go into a store. If you push more products that you have to go into a store and purchase and you tax the shit out of them products, how the hell you not going to make more money? Oh, it gets silent. It gets silent. But you know what she said when she was asked that question? We'll never find out because she won't do it. We'll never find out because she doesn't care. Because she, the governor of a state in the union of the United States of America, believes that marijuana is a gateway drug. I heard that bitch say that shit. I almost threw my goddamn TV out the goddamn house. I was like, I know good and hell well. This raggedy bitch ain't sitting here talking about marijuana being a gateway drug. Don't walk away, bitches. Oh, hold on. All you constituents that was talking shit, get your ass back over here. I ain't through with you. I'm just getting to the point that's going to piss you off even more. Because the fact of the matter is, is that if you motherfuckers wouldn't have never voted for this retarded bitch, we wouldn't be sitting here having to have cops Fucking with people for little shit like parking on the side of the road and having a conversation. Not even being parked. This bitch was sitting in her car with the engine running, having a conversation with her fucking seatbelt on. And what the fuck did this nigga do? Get his bitch a $25 fine. Why do you ask? Oh, I don't know. Because they fucking can. Because they can. Because they fucking can, because they're officers of the goddamn law. And if they can find reason to see that your stupid ass is breaking the law, guess what they're going to do? Fuck with you. And you want to know why the shit is going to get worse? It's because they broke. These motherfuckers don't want to lose their job. So guess who's going to have to pay their salaries? You keep bragging about paying that nigga salary through your taxes. Now you got to pay more his motherfucking salary out of your pocket through tickets and fines and liens on your shit because of these motherfuckers not getting the money that they supposed to get from the government, from the taxes that your stupid ass pay for. You basically voted in a bitch that ain't going to do a goddamn thing but fuck this whole state up as she has been doing successfully for years. $1.3 billion budget fall. $900 million budget fall. How the fuck you lose that much goddamn money and still got your job? I work for a company right now. They say if you lose $600 worth of shit, they will fire your ass on the spot. How the fuck this bitch get away with losing one? Point three billion fucking dollars and still has a job is the fuck beyond me, my nigga. Ooh, shit. <sighs> hold on, nigga. We, we, hold on, hold on. We got to take a pause for the calls. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Nigga. Baby. I think I told a few people that I plan on roasting this bitch today. And honey, for me to take a goddamn drink break, you better believe it's about to go down. 
Hold on, why enjoy some delicious refreshments. That feels great. Now, flexing in this motherfucker. Walk to the club, boxing everybody, have a nigga chair like, ooh, 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 flex. Flex, yes, I'm flexing on a bitch today because she didn't have no fucking business sitting and talking about it. Gonna sit here and say how weed is not going to help. Why did she say weed is not going to help? She didn't bring up all the cash that motherfucking that Colorado was bringing. See, she wanted, this is another, I hate fake ass bitches. I really do. I, really, I hate fake ass people in general, niggas and bitches for that matter. And really, niggas can be bitches. And so basically, bitches just fit for all of you motherfuckers, men included. Bitch-ass motherfucking niggas. Because this bitch, gonna, they ask her the question. How much revenue can the state receive by legalizing recreational marijuana? This buck mouth bitch had the nerve and off fucking dacity to write her mouth out of check her ass clearly couldn't cash and say some shit talking about we'll never find out as long as she is in office. Meanwhile, he ain't in it. Police have to try to figure it out. There's a sergeant in a police department downtown that's had to go and tell his goddamn officers that we have to pick up the pace. We have to bring in more money. We have to write more citations or you motherfuckers is going to get laid off. You think I don't you, you think I don't think that's the name of the speech verbatim? Let's see. I got a speech in my job the other week saying that if I didn't sell a particular portion of an item, or, or let me rephrase. I can sell all this shit, but with this shit, I have to sell a warranty. If I don't sell enough warranties, my fucking hours is going to be cut at my job. Now, a nigga uh, rolled out. Shout out, John John. He rolled out to Big and Bright Pastors, you know, to where I hope that I won't have to deal with that. But there's no fucking guarantee of that being occurring. Now, you mean to tell me in a job like I carry? They ain't going to say the same fucking shit in effect to the same goddamn people over at the fucking sheriff's office. You think that sheriff didn't get that letter from the goddamn finance people that, that deal with the money for the goddamn police departments when they sat there and said, say, man, you got to tell your officers they're going to have to either pick it up or move around. Which leads us to Monday, which leads us to a lady getting a $25 ticket and a man having a fucking taser pointed in his fucking face because the goddamn police office, what having to do what? Do more. Fuck with more people, write more tickets, write more money, get more money from the people of the state so that we can keep our goddamn jobs like these niggas don't pay enough as it is. We in a state where motherfuckers pay income tax and you still ain't got enough motherfucking money. Get the fuck out of here, dude. One point three billion dollar budget file. Where the fuck did one point three billion dollars Go. I keep hearing that it was a budget file, but ain't nobody told me where the fucking budget fell into, bitch. It fell into a black hole because there ain't nobody tell me where the fuck the money went. But I'm going to go back to what that hoe was saying a second ago when she said it talking about how all the other states with legal marijuana are having all these problems. Oh, really, bitch? You don't say. You want to sit here and bring up how the other states have all of these problems? 
Okay, you buckethead, trout mouth, son of a bitch. Why don't we sit here and take a look at some of these problems that you like throwing niggas under the buses about, particularly in Colorado? So the total number of statewide traffic deaths for the year 2014 was 488. Watch this. Last year, 2016, on record, they had recorded 2,214 DUI arrests just in Denver fucking county. Just in Denver county. DUI. Not drugs. No, 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 no. Alcohol. Because I'm going to give you another stat about that situation in one second. Now, the information that was brought to me is brought um, by a collective. They did a, a big, big report. On, let's see here, the RMHIDTA, they did the report, the legalization of marijuana in Colorado, the impact, it was volume three, September 15th is what we're looking at. You can visit their website at RMHIDTA.org to see and look over this information yourself. This information was also given to them by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration as far as fatality analysis, arrests, so on and so forth. I'm just checking, cherry picking just a couple of spots in reference to Colorado because the one big graph that I saw was this one here. Drug combinations for operators positive of marijuana. This was for the year 2014. Okay. 2014. She mentioned all the problem that the state is having. All right. Here we go. Marijuana and alcohol arrest were thir led 37%. This is from toxicology re re results for all substances pre present in individuals who tested positive for marijuana. This ain't just for weed. However, 33% did test positive just for marijuana. This is where shit get fun, folks. 30%. Well, I'm sorry, 15% had marijuana, other drugs, and alcohol, and another 15% had marijuana and other drugs with no alcohol. So 67% of the operators who tested positive for marijuana in the state of Colorado in the year 2014 had other shit in their system. The 33% that were busted operators positive for marijuana well, we all know how that shit go, folks. You smoke today, you get pissed, test on 14 days from now, guess what? Your ass is tested positive for marijuana, even though you ain't touched shit in 14 days. Right, right? Right, right? So this bitch is basically assessing her information. She's looking into this simply off of the basis of trying to downplay marijuana to the constituents of the state of Oklahoma when we all know everything she said was bullshit. We all fucking know weed ain't that damn bad. Because when you look at the situation as far as the number of people who have OD'd, oh nigga, the number will shock you because the number is fucking zero. Whole. Nothing. Zero. Ask me how many people have OD'd on legal motherfucking substances like, I don't know, opioids? Ask me how many people have OD'd on, I don't know, legal substances like alcohol, perhaps? Hmm. 
See, we ain't going to sit here and talk all this shit about weed because weed is new and exciting and fun for people to take advantage of and you want to downplay it because you're trying to save face for these old rat mouth chip tooth motherfuckers that's out here in the goddamn tobacco industry sure trying to save their last fucking leg to stand on. Baby, somebody better tell them. Somebody better tell them. If the tobacco companies don't start selling weed soon, them niggas going to be out of business. Because now, in Oklahoma, guess what? They want you to pay more taxes to guess what? Stop smoking cigarettes. So if they fucking with the... T- <laughs> What's funny to me is that they fucking with the cigarette people money at the same time paying their motherfucking asses money and letting them get tax breaks out of the wazoo. And the whole time we're supposed to sit here and believe that, oh, this is such a horrible substance, when in fact... Marijuana is the one goddamn substance that's saving states right now to keep them to to make them be able to pay their teachers, to pay their police officers, to pay their politicians, to pay the government employees that's got to wash the fucking toilets that your dumb ass sit on, that's got to wash the fucking sinks and wash the fucking forks that you eat off of. How the fuck can you not make sure the people that work for you closest aren't getting paid? That's my problem with Mary Fallon. She ain't even taking care of the motherfucker. Fuck the mother. Fuck me. I don't work for the government, but you at least got to work for, take care of the motherfucker who feed, who cooks your meals, bitch. Really? We sit six days, five days away from the budget. If there is no budget, (laughs) I hope to God I have some kind of way of getting the fuck out of Oklahoma because I do not want to be here if this state does not put a budget in place. And as far as Mary Fallon's Bucking mouth ass has, is concerned. Y'all need to stop listening to that stupid bitch because it is very clear that her decisions have gotten people harassed on the side of the road by the police getting $25 tickets and getting tasers pointed at them because these motherfuckers got a hustle to make their goddamn money. If you ain't caught on to the bib, if you ain't caught on to it now, I ain't got no other way of explaining it to you. And unfortunately, I'm fresh out of time. Thank you all for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am the hostess with the mostest, Mr. Joe Moore himself. Comment contest. Don't forget, everybody leave your comments, leave me likes, pound the hearts on SoundCloud. Feel free to write us reviews on uh, iTunes. Um, Leave us likes on Stitcher and Spreaker. All of our networks are up, fully running 100%, so we are ready to go and serve you guys 100% doses of crazy shit. Thank you again. Shout out to all the folks over at Autonomy Multimedia, Michael and you guys. Team, man, we got a whole lot of money to get after. Pixie, you better be ready, goddammit, because we about to chase this cash. And on that, I'm out this motherfucker. Oh, one more thing. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you all for listening to my craziness. And I hope you guys have a great week. I'm out.